The University Tower Chimes bring in another session of Ask the Professor, the show in which you match wits with University of Detroit Mercy professors in an unrehearsed session of questions and answers. I'm your host, Matt Mayo, and let me introduce to you our panel for today. To my right, from the Center for Excellence in Teaching and Learning on Campus and the Department of English, it's Professor Aaron Bell. You said something interesting when you first sat down. You're like, when I came over here, I just left my office. I'm like, that's usually the order of things when uh, when people do stuff. I just, um, I am an Irish American as well as Polish, so I'm going to say I did the Irish goodbye. I just kind of left. I was like, uh, there's a little note on the calendar. See y'all later. I didn't say that anything. That is totally cool. Absolutely yeah, cool. I was looking forward to this. Yeah. Meeting of the minds. Come on. This is great. It's the It's the new crew for 2024. What can I say? Continuing around the table, Professor Stephen Manning is here, as always, from the Department of Retired and possibly, what is it, Milton's Tap Room? Oh, that's cool. Kansas City, Missouri. And the man who was also chased out of his own house, too. Oh, well. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, my. That must mean wedding preparations? No. Oh, okay. I thought it was something else. Uh, no. Well, okay. th- those are ongoing. Okay. But that's not the reason you were kicked out of the house. No, I was contemplating whether to come or not, knowing Heather was not. Mm-hmm. And she said, um, yeah, why don't you go? It'd be good, good, be good for you to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> and she's changing the locks right about now, yeah. right? And I'm wondering, exactly. yeah, what exactly. uh, huh? I, I said, I will walk the dog when I get back. Oh, there you go. The dog Straight is off. recuperating from... What? Oh, ACL. No. Oh, no. ACL tear oh. surgery. Oh. oh, did somebody give him a chop block? No, oh. he was tearing around the backyard, oh. which he rarely does. He's oh, a fairly my. quiet dog, and he just pulled up lame and in great pain. So this was three oh. weeks ago. We took him in, and yeah, I know what this is. They oh. did x-rays. That's what it is. He had surgery, uh, the whole bit, and then he's... they. Shaved a good part of his back left hind quarter. Oh, and of course he's a husky, so he's very fuzzy, yes. hairy dog, yes. and he looks very, very strange with all this pink bear skin. Oh. And and we're told it may not come back. Oh, gosh. oh no. no, because of his thyroid condition. Oh, oh no, so great. He is, uh, can, can you put Rogaine for huskies? He want, we are we are warned. Uh, do not let him out of the house without the leash. And he wants to take his regular walk. Uh-huh. And he wants to. And we usually when he wants to go out, we just open the back door. He goes out, mm-hmm. and you know, Please even in weather out. like this, yeah. you know, he wants to come in, yeah. bark at the back yeah. door, we'll let you in. But uh, but he wants to go and. Uh, He's limping less, so he he's been in for a post op thing. He has a second one on Monday, but he's doing exactly what they want him to do. Okay. Can you get a hindquarters okay. to pay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we did get a. Oh <laughs> my! Oh, wait. We, we could collect his. We could. He's shedding more now, and we'd asked the vet about this, and she said, "Well, it has nothing to do with surgery, other than he's probably more stressed now." So oh, they poor shed guy. vanity. We vanity. could collect this. We could collect this and um, have a wig made. Heather's idea was give it to Olivia and she could knit oh or something. Uh-huh. That's what she does. Okay. Oh my gosh! Or we could yeah. just collect it and get the glue out and put it back on. I've got the perfect spray mount for you, so don't worry. That's about a real it. thing. That's a real uh, crafting thing, making wow. items out of yes. uh, pet fur. Mm-hmm. So cottage industry. I'm with Dave. Uh, when you say ACL, I'm just sort of like you know, is his contract to play second base for the you know the upcoming Expos reboot still on top? You know what I mean? Like I just you hear someone tears their ACL. It's very sports related, but it's a low chop block. Yeah. They're hoping they didn't sign the long term contract with him <laughs> oh <my laughs> a week gosh. before the injury. 
Well, here's someone who's about to take a long-term contract of travel. Ooh. It's Professor James Balfour. Well, yes, it's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, tell us about it. Well, I'm going to be flying to Australia Amazing. on the 31st. Wow. And then, oh, getting on a ship in Brisbane and going up and down the coast up to the Great Barrier Reef wow. and so on. So cool. And then coming back to Brisbane and getting on another ship that goes around New Zealand. Oh, my god! And then coming down to Sydney and then flying home. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Stop that last one. You don't have to come home. Uh, well, <laughs> I may be tempted to stay. Yeah, exactly. Although in, in Queensland province, where Brisbane is, you know, they've had all those reports of the brown tree snakes curling up don't on the roof and leaping it. off. Come on! <laughs> I don't know how I can avoid that if many eaves. If <laughs> Miss Diane long. Manica can deal with the Gila monsters and rattlesnakes, you can deal oh with the flying. Yeah, well, snakes. Diane will be there too, and okay. I'm sure she'll probably be walking around with a parasol wherever she goes. <laughs> so just, at least under the so eaves. So make sure it's a bigger parasol for two. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm totes jelly that you get to go to basically Middle Earth. I mean, that's yes. where you're headed, yeah. New Zealand, right? So, uh, oh wait a minute, Jim awesome. did, did did you tell everyone the assignment that you've been given? Oh yes, yes, to take to take a picture of the toilet flushing oh, in the right. other direction. Of course, it's, it's research. This is you research. can write it off. You that can write it research. off. Yeah. I thought you were going to ask for Vegemite. No, well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to it. I've had it once, <laughs> and it's enough. Uh, <laughs> Professor yes. uh, Dan Maggio is here. Dan, how was your break? Good, actually. Except I was sick most of December. Oh, jeez. Oh, I did not have a torn ACL, though, so... Oh, okay, good. No, that's good. That's good. But it was good, actually. It was a nice break. Nice. Spent some time up north. Okay. So it was nice. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Professor Kendra Evans here from Chemistry and Biochemistry is back? Question mark? You know, I mean... It's so good to be back. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's good to have you here. So good to have you back. Yes. It's it's, great to be here. It's going to be nice calling out your name and you can actually answer for once. Mm -hmm. That's true. All the math, all the stats, all the data. It's not actually math. It's just random number guessing. (laughs) It's better than any of us, right? (laughs) Well, we're glad to have you. We have this uh, really interesting event in the College of Engineering and Science tonight, the Dean's Pasta Dinner. Mm. I'm looking forward to that as well. Is this a, con- a contest thing? People? It is not. It's no? just the oh. deans will cook you <laughs> dinner, but it's just pasta and sauces. That's basically it. Would there be bread? Italian bread? I really hope there's some. Because really, you have to have that. Yeah, you got to eat the sauce at the end off your plate, right? I mean, right. You got to mop it up with something. That's Absolutely. what a tongue is for, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> and speaking of tongue, the silver tongue of <laughs> Professor Dave Chow. <laughs> uh, what? Pleasure to be here, as always. Well, glad to have oh you gosh. here, Dave. I, you're swearing off a of Mountain Dew, did I guess? No, I'm not that? swearing off a of Mountain Dew. I just swear by it. That's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Two very different things. Yes. It's like you're recovering Dewaholic or something. No, I had a few over the break when I needed it. So okay. It's the Excellent. extra get up and go. You Got can it. quit at any time. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it's just not time. That's <laughs> this is a program where you can send us questions regarding anything. If you stump the panel, you win a prize. Send us the questions in a number of ways. You can email us at atp at udmercy.edu. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Or listen on your favorite smart speaker by asking it to play Ask the Professor at University of Detroit Mercy. Dear professors, it has come to this attentive listener that on more than one occasion... Professor Tubbs has been interested in cruise ship questions. Oh, oh no. no. Actually, ocean liner questions is what I asked about, but oh, go well, ahead. With a quick Google search, I found them all culled for me at allthingscruise.com. I hope the questions prove fun and challenging to Professor Tubbs, dot, 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 
And the rest of the panel. Oh. Should the rest of us just step out? Right. And no. In the yeah, well, well, no, I don't know that much about cruise ships. Aaron, come on. Y'all play cribbage while Jim goes at it? It's our friend Judy Palmer. So thank you, Judy, for thank sending you, these Judy. questions in. This is great. We thank you now, but we might not. Let's just see if we can hit any one of these criteria uh, <laughs> spot on. Which ship is often uh, credited as being the first modern cruise ship, specifically passenger comfort and enjoyment versus transport? Could you name the ship? The company, or possibly the year that it launched. Carnival. Uh, it doesn't say that. It's not the Pinta or the Santa Maria. It's the first cruise ship for what? Just for enjoyment instead of transport. That's what they're asking mm. about. You yeah. were on the maiden voyage. It was probably the um, Mardi Gras. That's the not what Carnival it says. Carnival Mardi Gras. That's okay. not what it says. <gasps> it says 5th of January, 1901. Oh, The Princessin Victoria Louise, named for oh. Kaiser Wilhelm II's daughter, sure. launched mm-hmm. from Hamburg, Germany. Oh. Okay. I was going to ask if it had any royalty. Well, you yeah. know, I mean, come on. It's got to be royal, right? Sadly, less than five years later, <laughs> this is actually pretty well phrased, the groundbreaking vessel. Became stuck in the rocks off of Kingston, Jamaica. Oh, oh, Jamaica. More like hull breaking. Wow. Is what, uh, Judy Wait, so says. Germany to Jamaica? Yeah, apparently that was the. That was well, the quick they had to there. go someplace yeah. warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a bad place to be grounded. Not right. at all. Actually. Not at all. Uh, we're going to um, go back to uh, the specific skills set of skills that Kendra has here. According to pre-pandemic data from the cruise yes. industry. Approximately how many passengers sailed cruise ships worldwide in 2019? Your breadth is from 15 million to 38 million. How many years does that span? This is just 2019. How many people sailed worldwide on cruise ships? I'd say 29 million. 26 million. 23. Kendra? 34 million. So Jim got it right as 29 million. Oh, wow. Right spot on. Yeah, well, it's on the high side. Well, that's just is... because Jim keeps on getting on and off the same boat. Well, I think I was on a cruise ship that year <laughs> somewhere. That was awesome. And how many of those got sick from food poisoning? Oh, my. Oh, jeez. Oh, my. I don't know about oh, that. Oh, Sorry, Jim. Mm-hmm. Noroviruses, yes. Yes. Which is the only liner... I, I don't know. Only, you know, every, never. That sort of makes me a little bit worried. Uh, that allows passengers to bring about their dog or cat or ferret. Steven, you, you, <laughs> ferret. you take the dog out. Oh. Dog, cat, or ferret? Take yeah. a little, little why, f- why ferret and not parakeets? Jim, it says this or ship reliably like sails between New York and Southampton. <laughs> UK all the time. Do you know what ship Must it is? Must be the Queen Mary 2. It is the Aww. Queen Mary 2. Oh, yes. That's because they've got kennels. Yes, that's exactly it's, what That it is says. actually an ocean liner, the, yeah. sort of the last one. See? So, Look at this. So there's a kennel on board this thing? Oh, yeah. So who, For the corgis. So, all the major liners used to have, in fact, the, the most beautiful of the transatlantic liners, the Normandy, her third funnel was a dummy, and it included the kennel inside of it. Oh, that's Wait, cool. So there's actually a ship steward that takes care of the animals? Yeah. And so they have cool. fake fire job. hydrants and other things for their, <laughs> their use. I was going to ask, how do they, can not convince, but how do they encourage the dogs to do their business when it's not a normal I don't think you have thing. to encourage. Oh, I think when a dog sees a fire hydrant and smells that other dogs have been there, they will do their business. All right. yes. Well, the France, I came back on the France, which was later the Norway, in uh, from Le Havre to New York in 73. And they had a they had a kennel up on the top deck then. And hmm. they, had, they had people that would go and walk the dogs. You know, what? and their owners, I mean, could come and visit them. 
But, Steven, uh, there's there's your next so trip. Cool. That's so cool. I was in La Harva. It was on a Navy destroyer. Oh, wow. oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a different flavor. Very different. <laughs> yes. 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 Professors, um, roughly speaking, where is the very dangerous iceberg alley? Yeah. The I end of our street? Off the Grand Banks of Newfoundland? By Nova Scotia. Yeah, Newfoundland. I, I'm going to give it to you. It's a basically broadly between Newfoundland and Labrador, the stretch of water that sees the most icebergs of any major shipping Especially route in, in April. The world. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> many scenes, not all, many scenes from the Poseidon Adventure movie oh. were filmed aboard... The what Queen Mary. Queen Mary, The yeah. Queen Mary. And was it Long yes. Beach, is it? Long Beach. That's exactly what it says. Absolutely. Let's see here. What company featured identical twin executive chefs aboard two of its vessels? Holy smokes. What? Twin? I, twin chefs? Sure. I mean, I can say the name of the ships, and I bet uh, Jim will get it. Yorkshire-born, identical twins Nicholas and Mark Oldroyd are both executive chefs aboard the Queen Victoria and the Queen Mary II. So what line That's is Cunard. That? Cunard. Mm-hmm. That's right. There you go. I knew I could get Wait, so, so is that like a sales gimmick? What, what, I don't know. That's that's odd. That huh? is the upper crust in, well, that and Seabourn are the upper crust end of uh, ocean cruising. Um, Cunard is now owned by Carnival Corporation. That's Has right. been for some time now. Yep. That's right. You see ads for these chefs on, uh, I saw one recently, a, a print ad, I think, Wolfgang Puck. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sure. Somebody sure. hired him. Well, though. they invite them aboard wow. for you know for cruises yeah. for for mm-hmm. periods of time. I yeah, saw yeah. the Star Trek cruise. I was a while just going to say that. <laughs> That's what? my my lifelong goal. I would love to go. The Trek cruise. The Star Trek cruise. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Dan. Yeah. Really? Do we drag Dan along? Yes. Everyone's put on your Vulcan ears. Let's go. Cosplay. Do we have to dress up. You drink Romulan ale for for the Ooh. for the dinners. <laughs> I've I've seen a friend of mine actually went on one. He and his wife were Gold. dressed I up as I think clean. I would be a treble. <laughs> <laughs> Easy costume. What, what you going to multiply fur. exponentially? Long I was going to say, fur. that's a different, that's like a different cruise. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, professors, did you know? Yes. That no. <laughs> Not yes. at all. Did you know that cruise ships, um, when they are christened, they are assigned, traditionally, they are assigned a godmother. Someone to watch over them, often a celebrity to bring people to the christening event. Dame Shirley Bassey, Dame Julie Andrews, Dame Judy Dench, Twiggy herself mm-hmm. is a godmother. But in 2015, the first male godfather to christen a cruise ship happened. Can you name the person? It was for the Norwegian escape. Daniel what? Craig. No, I mean, I think that you have to blur the line between A, B, and C list. That's all I'm going oh, to what, what, say. Oh, what? Are we talking, what, like a Marty Feldman? Or no, what? he is a performer. I would not call him an actor of any mm-hmm. kind. Mostly known for rap. For rap? For rap? For rap. rap. What? Sorry. Not, not Jay Z. <laughs> what, what, like Snoop Dogg is now a guy? No, no, a it's boat? not even obvious rap. It's not like Dr. Dre oh. or anything. It's. It's Pitbull became the first oh godfather gosh. to a cruise ship. And That's which ship just, was this? It was the Norwegian Escape. That he's the godfather. Wow. Yes. That's a huge ship. Yeah, that is a big ship. Let's go back to Wait, so, so can you put that down on your resume? <laughs> I, mean, I think you can. Yeah, on your CV that you're, you're, you're a godfather to a cruise Frank, ship? Frank, what? You mean you don't have one it's yet? Like, no. I... Break on the bow, right? Usually. Champagne? <laughs> yes. 
Let's go uh, technical here because this will be fun. Sailing at an average speed of 34.51 knots westbound across the Atlantic, which cruise ship still officially holds the Blue Riband Oh, title? the SS United States. The SS United States. Which is rotting That's, away in Philadelphia. As that is think. right. Could you grab what year that happened in, Jim? Uh, 53? 52. 52. What? Sheesh, this man is unconscious. <laughs> you know, my dad took the SS United States to go visit his family in Italy when he was three years old. Really? Which, wow. for the record, was 1952. So I think that's kind of wow. freaky. That's well, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's the only ship... Well, it... it it made it across the Atlantic in less than four days, which wow. is unthinkable. Unthinkable, yeah. yes, exactly. Yeah. It literally just got decommissioned just a couple of years ago, like properly decommissioned, I want to say, hmm. even if it's been out of circulation. What U.S. state is most economically influenced, everybody looks at the map, by the cruise industry? Florida. Florida, Florida, Florida by okay. a vast Not Nebraska. Not Nebraska. Right. Nebraska. Yes. <laughs> What percentage of all cruises that involve the United States of America take place in or out of Florida? Uh, oh, I'd say 70%. 80. You know, it only says 47, no but way. I'll give it to really? you. Yeah, well, it it's Florida, Texas, New York, and California that are the, the biggest. Yeah. Oh, it says California. And Alaska, too. Um, yeah. and Ala- well, no, but they, they, they go, go to from, Alaska. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. okay. They go gotcha. from, well, from, they go from Washington State. Washington. Gotcha, okay. That makes sense. It says California is a distinct second, but oh, uh, it's cool. very, very far. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's so, uh, so odd. Lifeboats are a necessity above cruise ships, just in case the need arises. True. Yes, <laughs> yes. I agree. <laughs> what is the name of the special steel winch-like device that launches lifeboats over a the dabbit. side? A dabbit. That's a great word, by the way. What? You I are like winning today. So, Aaron, uh, you, you want to go go fish? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> this is awesome. The, um, the third sister ship, well, okay, the, the White Star Line wanted to build three ships so that they would have, like, weekly uh, New York to Southampton service. The third ship was originally supposed to be called Gigantic. They thought after the Titanic went down, it was a bit uh, pretentious a name, so it became the Britannic. But if you see pictures of the Britannic after what happened to the Titanic, it had these huge, they weren't, they weren't davits, they were gantries that went wow. up about two stories and they could stack like oh my four gosh. rows of lifeboats in each one. That's incredible. Uh, to launch. And it unfortunately was sunk by a mine. Oh, wow. Jeez. They're going to call that thing the, the gigantic? In World War One. It's not exactly too appealing of a name. Well, Olympic and Titanic were sort of Promethean names. Yes, already. just to start with, right? The SS Portly or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Professors, which cruise company boasts the most ships, 80 river and ocean-going vessels total? That's a lot of ships. Viking? Viking. Viking yep. is correct, mm. yes. Not actually. Because of all those river boats. Yes. yes. Yeah. Those yeah. are the ones you were telling me about. Mm-hmm. They yeah, also nice. must have the most commercials. Probably. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and yeah. if you've Probably ever true. been on a Viking cruise, you will receive glossy catalogs Sometimes twice a week for the rest of your life. <laughs> I, I wonder how many forests they destroy for all wow. of us. I made an inquiry once, and I get those. Oh, God. Still? The river things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I get them all the time. Oh, yeah, those commercials have drawn me in as well. Up and down the Mississippi, mostly. New Orleans, oh, no. all the way up. Wow. To, yeah. Professors, uh, all the horns on the Disney Cruise Line ships play the first notes of what tune? Do, 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 do. Really? Yes. When oh. you wish upon a song. Oh. I was going to say Steamboat <laughs> <Yes>. Willie. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. 
it's no longer copywritten, so you could. There you go. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I love Jim giving us the interactive there. That was... Uh, I, was in, I was in the Bahamas one time, and our ship was next to uh, <laughs> a Disney ship. And that and the other music that we could hear <laughs> blasting away on the decks... I was ready to leave. <laughs> so is there a person playing this on a pipe organ in the boat? I no, believe it's, it's actually it's steam a horn whistles. that's set yeah, to but it. So yeah. Is it no. programmed? Or? It's programmed. It's digitally it programmed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I would say. I just want to make sure it wasn't like the Red Wings you know, organ players. Oh, like right. That. Oh, that's cool. That'd be a job. All right, here's here's one for the ages. This oh, is doable oh, by everybody ages. and is mm. totally wild. Um, many cruise vessels visit the great state of Alaska. We've had this established. How big is Alaska's coastline? Hold the phone. Is it slightly larger than California, roughly equal to that of the continental United States, less than half of the United States, almost equal to Michigan, or three times the coastline of the continental United States? Oh, boy. Ooh. C. The third one. C. Yeah. The third one was less than half of the continental United yeah. States. Yep. I'll, yeah. I'll buy that. Yes. yes. No. Three times the size of the continental United what? States. Whoa. Yeah, because it goes Alaska all the way up into the Arctic. Right. Gigantic. Okay. Absolutely gigantic. And you can see Russia from there. You mm-hmm. can see Russia from really? there. Yes. Yeah, it goes in and out. No, I'm looking at that map. That can't be the scale, so. Yeah. At least I don't think. I hope. Does Michigan count as part of the coastline of the United States? Yeah. I would say yeah, so. Yeah. Well, come on. It borders Canada, so. That tiny little piece that goes into the boundary waters of Minnesota, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Important stuff here, folks. Okay, let's see. Iceland Pro Cruises does a masterful job presenting the wonders of both Iceland and Greenland to its passengers. Do you know what the nickname of Iceland is? Get away from the volcanoes? I'm going to give it partial credit. Genetic Uh, inbreeding island? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Hey. Got to hold back this commentary here. A land of fire and ice oh, is what they refer to themselves. Oh, yeah. that sounds more you like... You should have said Game of Thrones. Lately, Lately that has been very, very true. Yes. <laughs> They've had a lot of ice and yes. a lot of fire. It just feels more like a Madison Avenue tagline than, like, mm-hmm. the Wolverine State. Okay, but that you can't no specifically market yeah. it, you know? This is like, land of fire and ice. Oh, my gosh. Captain Steubing was the famous fictional captain for, of course, the love boat. What actor played his near-do-well brother, Marshall? What? They're, they're catering he, he, to the... Uh, he played, he played both Chow. roles. Yeah, he did. He played both roles. Was, Gavin McLeod. I think he had like a little bit more hair. Yeah. Hmm. Put a tube on him and... He, 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 had a, he had a toupee on when he was playing his, uh, his brother, so... Fantastic. All right, we have a bonus question. That was 20 questions. Jim just smoked every last one of them. Pretty amazing. One woman holds the record for being godmother of the most cruise ships. Who would that be? 14 vessels for MSC Cruises. Mrs. Pitbull. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if she goes by Mrs. Pitbull. Is it the queen? Is she royal? The queen is a great guest. This is a classic golden era... Hollywood actress, I apologize, Generation X. I don't know whether she's alive. Oh, oh. <laughs> Helen but, Mirren. I mean, you're in the wheelhouse with Helen Mirren, but it is a, I will give it completely away, an Italian actress. Sophia Loren. Sophia Loren. Yeah, Sophia Loren still alive? Yeah, she is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I thought she just, I thought she's still right in. No, no, no. Like, she's like one of the oh. two, was after Harry Belafonte. She, she's she one made of a movie at 89. She did. Absolutely, <laughs> she did. 
I'd like to bring us back to the time that Professor Tubbs said he didn't know a lot about cruise ships. <laughs> yeah. Well, these, there were a lot of questions that had to do with ocean liners and not just yeah. cruise ships. Oh, okay. a distinction. Okay. Yes. Absolutely yes, thank true. you. Yeah. Absolutely true. Well, we're in great luck here. Dear professors, admittedly, it's getting tougher and tougher to come up with this list for your show, but here's 20 more for the rest of your season here. As always, the warmest greetings from Frank and the Burroughs family so we can delve into the list of imponderables. Oh, no, no imponderables. So let's go to level two here. What is your favorite songwriter? Favorite songwriter. Had an interesting discussion with someone over the weekend about the catalog of um, McCartney and Lennon. Okay. And the sort of things where... Their songs were performed better by other people, by other recording artists. I thought that was Dylan's were performed yeah. better by everybody. By everybody. <laughs> <laughs> or by anything. Oh, that's no, true. That's true. Oh. Um, I would say Jeff Tweedy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give us some uh, starting points here, Stephen. Oh, Impossible Germany. Uh, what's the second part of the Impossible Germany? Unlikely Japan. Okay. It's just uh, uh, no one knows what it means. Oh. He, he doesn't. He doesn't. We have a at one of his concerts. We bought a book of his lyrics. Okay. Oh, okay. And we said, well, now we'll finally be able to figure out what this is. So we read the lyrics to the song. Didn't help. Didn't make it. It's it's just, just, it, it was probably better without. Just a great song. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to see what Aaron's response is. You know, you, Carol you, King. Carol oh. King's a, a great answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Carol King is a, yeah. that is a great Solid choice. I think Mary Chapin Carpenter is probably my favorite. She's a great poet. Very, very good. Excellent. I mean, I'll fill in the gap here by saying, and it's super stereotypical, but this is what I grew up with. So whenever I read, even recent stuff, by, um, oh my gosh, my, my brain just went completely blank, Brian Wilson. Oh, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. I just, you know, well, I, I mean, play Don't Worry Baby for my students, and they're like, that's garbage. What? And I'm like, that was written by a 17 and a half year old, and McCartney and Lennon bowed down to it. So I think you might want to pay mm. attention. Yeah. So. No comment. No comment. Hmm. I think mine might be John Denver. John Denver. Oh, good call. Very oh. good. Did, yeah, he wrote a bunch of other stuff. Who else? Rocky performed? Mountain High. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember. Huh. What about Annie's song? Oh, my gosh. Oh, jeez. I think Carol <laughs> King's uh, output, though, probably right. touched yes. so many genres of music and yeah, so many performers. That is true. What about I'm trying, <clears throat> Burt Bacharach? You know, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. As long as he doesn't sing on his own. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> Dan, we're waiting for you here. I have no answer to give you. Oh, come on. I'm really not a music person, so I never considered songs that I would appreciate the lyrics of. So I I don't know what to say. Okay. I like Car- all right, I like Carol King. Okay. The there great Broadway go. show. Absolutely. Leonard Cohen. Oh, there it oh, is. Yeah. Joni yeah. Mitchell. Mm. There you go. Mm. What about all the yeah. What about the folks that wrote all the Broadway show like Sound of Music? I mean, they are mm-hmm. good. Oh, Rogers and Hammerstein. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's a good one. Yep, that's yeah. a great yeah. one. Or go to the well, semi-modern era, um, Mencken and um, Oh yeah. Disney. Mm-hmm. Mencken oh, and uh, who, 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 who's Alan one? Mencken, yeah. Who's the one that wrote with uh, Elton John? Oh, Bernie, Bernie Toppin. Yeah. Bernie yeah. Toppin. Oh. Yeah, that's or, a good. Or, that's yeah. a good. Who's the other guy? Um, Motown. Dozier. Oh. Holland, Dozier, Holland. Holland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, come on. That's the real deal there. Uh-oh. They definitely weren't performing their own stuff, right? That we know of. So, yeah, someone was talking in this little conference I was at in Washington last weekend. They said they wanted to argue that the with the full catalog, 
the songs performed by other performers but written by Lennon-McCartney were all better as a unit than anything that Lennon and McCartney wrote for themselves mm. to perform. So I was just sort of like, I'll, I'll listen. You know, I don't know anything about the Beatles. So uh, it's just kind of interesting. Mm. Aaron disagrees. So it's I all grew, right. I grew up. That's like my early childhood memory, just sitting yeah. on the shag carpet looking at um, Sh- record sleeves. Sh- I think I'd have to disagree with that too because, you know, they threw a lot of ideas into their performances of them. Mm -hmm. That is true. That That is true. We're not there, you know, on the page. And you could find a data point to support you. You find one song the Beatles did and it was kind of wonky and then someone else, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, A World Without Love was like the main thing that was put out there. Like, oh, that was way more successful when recorded by someone else. So whatever, you know, I don't judge. Oh, professors, I'm so sorry. The time has come for us to say goodbye Dave. See ya. Kendra. Bye. Dan. Goodbye. Jim. Goodbye. Steven. Goodbye. Aaron. Goodbye. And now these words. You can email Ask the Professor at ATP at UDMercy.edu or visit the Ask the Professor Facebook page. Ask the Professor is produced and directed by Michael Jason and Brian Masonville, and our executive producer is Professor Jason Roach. Until next week, I'm your host, Matt Mayo.